0: Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle.
1: Good morning, everybody. This is Sogi Penef. I'll be your host today. Uh, and we're going to be talking about VAs. And it's really important to know how to hire and work with VAs because they're going to significantly reduce your labor cost, which you can put more money into marketing yep. and overall get a lot of uh, more profits. So I have no experience in VAs. I don't know anything about VAs. So that's why I invited an uh, expert. And that's Frank Klesitz. If you don't know Frank, Frank is a owner CEO of Viral Marketing, and he specializes in helping agents um, get directly to their database, their database, and um, increase their profits with less marketing. Yeah. So, but good. <clears throat> yeah, so so this is one side of Frank. But I'm gonna re- reveal a secret right now. You ready, Frank? Is okay. it okay?
0: Yeah. All right.
1: Frank is a fellow investor also, and he has a
0: huge
1: investment operations that they buying properties in multiple states. Yep. How much how many properties do you have right now? I was
0: just looking at this morning. I think it's up to 171 single families. 171 single families.
1: And all yeah. this, all this is run by an army of VAs. Yes. How many VAs do we have?
0: As of right now I checked this morning uh, I got a couple at viral that do some back office stuff but um 26 26 VAs. All right, guys, we
1: have the right person here talking <laughs> about VAs. All right, so um I'm going to throw some questions. We're going to start from the beginning. How do you hire? How, do you, how what do you look for? How you know, what do you yeah. ask him? How do you manage them? and how do you fire him? So oh my God. All right. <laughs> all right. So we have only 30 minutes so let's get it going.
0: Okay. Right. So I think the first step Is you need to start with an organizational chart and an organizational structure of what your business is going to look like. And Auggie, if you give me the ability to share my screen, I'll share my organizational chart with my um, with everyone here. So I sat down and figured out, you know, how as a business grows, you have more defined niche, defined job roles. Try to find trying to find somebody that does everything is a unicorn. You're much easier to find people that could do very specialized, very defined roles. So this is my organizational chart that was drawn up for the investment business um, in Google Draw. And uh, you can see there's a marketing department, an inbound call center, an acquisitions team, transactions and banking, then you have to remodel the property, you have to manage it, and there's a bunch of support. Got it? Gotcha, okay. Generally speaking, um, these are your high-paid, salaried managers in the states, and these are probably more maybe states positions or overseas, maybe fifteen dollars an hour or higher. You know, you put these are your really high salary jobs. These could be overseas or in the states, and then pretty much all of this, short of the stuff I need on the ground, is um, overseas. Got it? Okay, but, so but before. What- before we go into that, I just want to share you have to have an organizational chart, a very clear and very specific and very narrow, if not very redundant and boring and repetitive and systematic, <clears throat> that anyone that could fog a mirror that's no disrespect to the person, I just say the position, right? Can do. Hey, if you don't have that, you're going to fail at hiring, whether it's overseas or in the States. So
1: you don't start by hiring a VA and try to plug it somewhere. No. You start by creating the position with exact guidelines and steps yeah. and tasks daily. And then yeah, you find like actually
0: a very narrow, the, the narrower, the more repetitive, the more systematic, the more same boring thing in a very narrow realm every day, the better.
1: Okay. And then you find a VA based on the task. Oh no, not yet. Not yet. Not We're yet. No. Oh my God. All right. We have so, the organizational chart now. We organizational have the, chart. So now the you position have write, is ready.
0: What's next? Now you have to write a job ad. And most people drop the ball on writing good job ads. I'm going to show you how to write a good one. I'm just going to go over to viral marketing and show you our careers page really quick. So <clears throat> I'm just going to show you an example job ad for let's say international role. So we posted this on onlinejobs.ph. Don't worry about the fact that it's for viral. Mm-hmm. But I want you to see, here's how you run a job ad. Extremely specific. Explain exactly what the job is and what that narrow, specific job is going to do. No BS. No no words that no one knows what they mean, or we're looking for a highly motivated self-starter that has extreme attention to detail. What the hell does that <laughs> I mean? Right. So it's very, 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 you know, clear. And then I have extremely clear responsibilities, extremely clear qualifications. Ideally, this is the holy grail where, like I said, there's no experience necessary. All training is provided. And as long as you have good values and good hiring and good character, which you can figure out through the hiring process, you can train them. And then you have the compensation, which I put in dollars. And I also convert to the Philippine peso, which is how they do it over there per month. So that's the Philippine peso per month. And then a little bit about your company. So as you can see, this is how you write a really professional looking job ad. And this is what we have for various positions uh, overseas. Sound good? Yeah. So you write the job ad, all right? So you have very clear defined organizational chart. Then you have a very clearly defined job but ideally you're just looking for anyone, no experience necessary, all training provided. You're looking people for the right motivation. Uh, you're actually looking for three things. Um, I forget what they are. And you can, you can do this in the interview process, which we'll cover. Yeah. Um, you're looking for people that have strong cognitive ability, motivation, and the right? Personality. So Cognitive motivation and personality; those are the three things that we measure for. You know, their cognitive ability. You know, can they actually do the job? Um, motivation: Will they actually stay interested in the job? <laughs> and then personality is going to be: um, How likely will they behave on the job? These, these are the these are the things that are much more important than they actually like have the actual raw skill for most positions, because um, you can you can teach skill. So, all right, so org chart. Then you have job ad right? Mm-hmm. And now you have okay. to put the job ad online and market. So there's a couple places you can go. I would recommend for most people here to start with Upwork. You go to upwork.com and you post the job ad on Upwork and you'll find a lot of pre-vetted, highly reviewed freelancers. Um, and you just bid it out internationally. And um, so, for example, I posted a job yesterday. I have to find uh, subcontractors for my construction crews. So I built a database of from the Department of Labor's website of all the licensed plumbers and electricians in the various markets that we're in. And then I got their phone numbers. So I need somebody to reach out to all these plumbers um, to like, uh, you know, um, electricians and say, hey, will you talk to us to come in on the job? Right. So I went to Upwork. And I posted this, you know, virtual assistant to call contractors and he applied. And I think he is in Costa Rica, Robert Garrison. And um, he submitted a voice sample. Let me see if I can find his application, but he's $5 and 50 cents an hour. I'm gonna hire him for probably 20 or 30 hours a week. Here was my job post I did. I was kind of like sloppy on this one. I probably could have done a better job, but it worked. All right. I'm looking for someone with excellent English skills to call general contractors. I'm willing to pay six to eight bucks an hour, which we'll talk about rates here in a minute. The point is I, I post on Upwork and then you get applicants. All right. And I post it internationally. And let me just see if I can find his voice. Because you're probably wondering, like, you know, if he's on the phone, like, what does his voice sound like? Like, that's one of the, fir- the first things I ask for is like, will you send me a recording of your voice? So see, it's 5 an hour. Right. Yeah. So I'll press play. Let's actually listen to his voice. Let's make sure you can hear it. So here we go.
1: Robert Garrison. Hey, guys, uh, this is Robert Garrison. I'm 26 years old, and I currently live in Costa Rica. I would like to mention that I'm a freelancer with more than four years of experience in cold calling, customer service, and telemarketing. I have experience working for real estate agents, for investors, for wholesalers, for loan brokers, and for solar companies as well. Great.
0: So Perfect. Yeah, it's great. So 5 yeah. an hour sounds wonderful. So I'll hire him for Upwork and he'll do one of the jobs. Upwork's a really good place to start. Um, if you're looking, that's where I recommend everyone to go. If you're looking for another place to find someone virtual, you can check out onlinejobs.ph and post it there. That's Except the Philippines, for, right? Yeah, that's in the Philippines. They're not as vetted though, because it's kind of like everyone just kind of goes there and applies. You'll Mm -hmm. find a much better vetted version of talent, like on the professional freelance job boards. That's where I recommend you start. What's your opinion
1: about the virtual um, assistant companies that already-
0: It's fine if you're a terrible manager. So (laughs) if you're a terrible manager and you cannot hire, you cannot train, you cannot lead, you cannot get someone up to speed, then go with the virtual assistant companies. But understand you're probably paying either a giant finder's fee, which is, probably the price you pay for your lack of managerial skill, in my opinion. Um, or they're marking up the labor. So they're paying $4 and charging you eight. And I don't like that because it's kind of like a, a lease payment. And over time, like you, they get really valuable. And there's like a 10, $20,000 buyout. Generally speaking for me, if you ask my opinion, I don't like, it. I go direct. But go direct for, for if, if you are not going to improve your managerial and leadership skills and your training skills, then you will have to pay that middleman, in my opinion. All right, so which goes to now you have to have a hiring process, right? So let's say you have your organizational chart, step one, then you have your very narrowly defined job ad. Okay, we'll talk about pay here in a minute. So you have to put compensation on there. Then, you know, people apply, all right? So you have all these applicants coming in. Now let me walk you through how we interview. Like how do you, okay, let's say you have all these applicants coming in. Like how how do you know who you're gonna hire or not, okay? So the first thing that I wanna know is I always want a voice sample or a video sample. I need to hear your voice or I need to see how you communicate, simple as that. Uh, it's not as important for like, you're never talking to any one type of dead it's your jobs. But for most of us, we probably need someone who can, you know, be in a meeting, communicate in a meeting, talk to a customer, talk to fellow employees, like there's some type of communication skill. So the very first thing I screen is communication skills. Let me show you the hiring process. Ready, Argy? Yep. All right, so let's go through um, applicants or interviews. All right, so here's the hiring process. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's seven steps. So the very first thing when somebody applies, we respond back to them and say, hey, we're so excited that you see that you applied for the role. Would you reply back to this email really quick with a little voice sample under a minute of why you want the job or a video? And just tell us why you're interested in the position in under one minute. And you can use loom.com, L-O-O-M, or Vocaroo uh, to record audio. And as you can see, I have 83 videos that have been received so far that I have to go through to figure out who I give a thumbs up or thumbs down based upon a can they communicate. I'll know in about 15 seconds watching your video or hearing them on the, on the phone. So I'll just show you the first email that goes out um, here. Uh, video request, temp one. So, hey, Andy, thanks for applying for the whatever position with us. The next step is to reply to this email with a short video under one minute of why you're a great fit. You can record it on your phone or webcam. You can do it here. We're not concerned with your wearing, what you're wearing. Just relax and it just takes less than five minutes. And just reply to this email within 24 hours. If you can't use video, that's okay too. Just send us an audio recording. And please reply with any creative examples too. This is maybe to be for something that viral, like a writing sample or a video example. And even our CEO made a video he shot at breakfast. So here's a video of our CEO he shot that you can watch. Look forward to it, right? Yeah. So we follow up three times for that. And let's say we give them a thumbs up, meaning like, hey, like they communicate well. Or if they get a thumbs down where it's like, I don't know about this person, uh, we send them a rejection email. Sound good? So we always let people know that they're rejected. Now, after that, the very next step is to interview them, actually get them on a phone call. So it's like, hey, sweet. Hey, your video or audio submission has been improved. We'd like to schedule it for a Zoom interview. Here's the dates we have available. Now, here are the interview questions. We hire friendly, proactive, coachable, curious, and intelligent people with a great work ethic. That's what you want. You don't care really what skills they have. So how do you know that? Well, you interview them and we actually give them the interview questions. Hey, Augie, Tell me how you scored each of those core values on a scale of one to five and why you gave yourself that score. Aggie, how friendly are you? Very. One to five. Five. Why?
1: <laughs> oh my God, I got to think now. Agie are you coachable? I am. On a scale of one to five? Five. Why? Wow, now that's 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 the hard part. Why? You have to explain.
0: Agie are you intelligent?
1: Uh, I, I I I hope so. I
0: On a scale uh, one to five. How intelligent are <laughs> you? Um, six. Auggie, <laughs> have you actually accomplished anything in your past jobs that can relate to this position? These are interesting questions. Auggie, they- do you have any proof or examples of your work that you can share? Auggie, when I call your last two employers, what will they say about you? Auggie, can, you think, give me, can you give me some idea of a complex problem you solved in past roles and how you solved it? And, Augie, are you doing anything now for personal development to improve your skills like books, seminars, tapes, CDs? And can you tell me about any time in your life where you actually led others to accomplish anything meaningful? Same questions. For so every right job. here on this step, you're
1: going to lose probably 80% of the people. You will on class. seven. Yeah, seven you will. That's, that's. I don't...
0: 70? You're going to lose 70%? Yeah, I, I would say these five, these three is, is their capacity talent. So for example, one through four will tell me, can they do the actual job five through seven is, can I promote them into a leadership role in the future? Meaning do they have leadership capacity? Are they smart, self-aware, curious potential leaders? That's a very small segment of the population.
1: Right. And you don't change the questions based on the position, no. right? It's no. all the same. Okay.
0: No, all the same. So there you go. I even give them the questions. Here's the other questions. Right there. <laughs> right? Perfect. We're is that really? this.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah this can gives I, me like can a I steal really? those? Sure, 100%. Yeah. I mean, these are the standardized questions I could ask anyone for a job. I don't care what the job is. Those are the questions. It doesn't make any difference. So, you know, how, Frank, how do you find so many friendly, proactive, coachable, curious, intelligent people with great work ethic? Well, I screen them. And then, by the way, our performance appraisals, when we do performance reviews, we ask them to rate themselves on those six core values and their peers rate them on how they're doing on them. <laughs> so you see what I'm saying? So yeah. now, OK, great, Auggie, you applied for the job. Now, the next thing is an audition request. Hey, Auggie, I'm so <laughs> glad that you applied for the position. The next step is an audition or a little pre-employment assessment, you know, I'd like you to maybe like actually edit a video or write an article or make some calls or actually do something. Let me see like actually what your natural skill is. Like, do you actually know how to actually do this thing? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, I usually audition them. It should take no more than 30 minutes. Don't ask them to do an hour, two, three hours of free work. The department of labor actually, if you're hiring in the States says, you can't ask them to do any more than 30 minutes of like a, a skills audition. After that, it becomes a fair wage issue. All right.
1: So how do you? You just do it live on Zoom,
0: or just? Uh, uh, no, I, I usually give them an assignment. Like, hey, oh, would okay. you go? Would you go call these hundred old crap leads and record the record the conversations and send them to me <laughs> and just see what happens? Okay. <laughs> or would you maybe write me? Or if anything, would you maybe just write me a, a, a page on why you want to work here? So I can see the writing skill. Like at this point, like if there's nothing else I can tell, like I want to know how well they can write because writing is thinking if someone can write really well, they can think really well. And it kind of gives you an idea. Like if I'm looking at all my different candidates, Mm -hmm. here's someone that can like really communicate clearly in print. And here's someone that I don't think is, you know, past kindergarten. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'll take the, 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 the former. Right. So after that, I think, um, yeah. then, then after that, you pretty much know, got it. I do a background check or whatever else, give an offer letter, but do you see how, none of this makes any difference whether you hire internationally or in the States. It's the same thing. The process is the same. It's the the same thing and anything other look, and here's the deal. Like it is so, I don't know if the word's ignorant or prejudiced or racist, but to think that anyone in any other country is any less capable than someone in America is just stupid. The, the, The reality is, is that yes, you know, Your high creative, high problem-solving, high emotionally intelligent jobs will probably be here in the States because there's a lot of uh, cultural cues you need to do those positions. And chances are those are probably people you want to work with because they're like you, right? Yeah. But for virtually every other position, let me just give you an idea of some of the positions we have overseas. Um, Inbound call center manager, my construction managers in, in Lebanon, in Beirut. He's $8 I believe an He's hour. an engineer. Yeah, he's a construction, uh, a construction engineer. And uh we have a runner on the ground with an iPhone, and he's just you know, brought into Facebook Live to check all the construction projects. So my inbound call center manager is eight dollars an hour, construction manager is eight dollars an hour. I would probably say eight dollars an hour is the top of the market. That's like gonna be what a doctor makes for like a manager. Uh middle of the market's probably more like six to seven. This is probably more like a CPA or like a professional skilled person, but not a manager. Mm-hmm. And then for pretty much any routine jobs that don't require any specific skill set, probably $4 to $5 an hour, typically phone call work. So um, we have a showing assistant, $4 an hour, our maintenance assistant for property management, $4 an hour, operations assistant, $4 an hour, inspection assistant for, uh, tenant payment assistant for, CRM, policing CRM, $4 an hour, CPA, $6 an hour, bookkeeper, $4 an hour. Tenant survey assistant six dollars an hour because she's on the phone. Uh, sending up utilities and insurance assistant four dollars an hour. Collecting customer reviews six dollars an hour. Um, four inbound ISAs between four to five dollars an hour. Like so, th- these people do you
1: bump it up in pri- in uh, salary eventually longer they stay with you or them yeah, pro- bonuses? Yeah,
0: yeah, no, no bonuses. So I don't think bonuses work. Um, I don't do any bonuses or performance based compensation at Viral. I don't do any bonuses or performance-based compensation with the VA teams. I'm very clear in our market for employees, which is security and certainty. So uh, bonuses kind of go against that. Um, We focus on more, we're more of a work-life balance at viral. We have the four day work week. Everyone takes Wednesdays off. (laughs) Um, Wednesdays off. Um, uh, And um, just in our culture, performance-based compensation does not work very well. It, the people that work here want consistent, steady, reliable, certain paychecks. And, I, and, and, that, and that's that's kind of the market that we go after for employees. Um, all right, so now, okay, um, let's say you make your hire. You have to actually now pay them. Now, if you hire them through Upwork, you can pay them through Upwork, but um, I recommend a service called Hubstaff. Hubstaff. So I would check out Hubstaff and this is like your payroll system. And I would invite them into Hubstaff. And this is where you put in their hourly rate and you put in the number of hours. They work. And this is where they can log like when they clock in and clock out and it keeps track of all their work. Um, turn off all the spy software, like all the spy stuff you can do on people. No one likes that. Just turn that all off. Um, you're going to probably have to get them a phone system because chances are the job requires using the phone. We use dial pad. So I'll invite them into Dialpad. Uh, it's just like a ring central. Mm-hmm. So Dialpad is the phone system that we use. Let me that to you. Um, here. So we use Dialpad is the phone system. And then I usually invite them into the CRM. And then I'll invite them into uh, like Google Workplace. So I'll get them like mm-hmm. a name at whatever.com account. Got it. It's so another kind of setup and they're inside the payroll system. All right. But now they're like, okay, you know, I, I have the organizational structure. I have the specific job ad. I ran on an Upwork or onlinejobs.ph. And there's other places you can run them, but the applicants come in. When the applicants come in, I ask them for a voice or video sample, right? And I have a system for it. And then I interview them on the questions I showed you. And then maybe I audition them to figure out, do they actually have, how well can they actually do the raw job without much training? And then, you know, I, I make my hire. And I'll, great, you're hired. You know, you're in HubSpot, HubStaff. Uh, Here's your dial pad phone license. Here's your email account. But now they're like, okay, how do I get this person up to speed, right? So we use Zoho Learn. So Zoho Learn is your learning uh, knowledge system where you can put all of your internal team training documents. So I have two courses. So if I were to log in here, um, let me see if I can show you. So if I go log into my Zoho Learn, Um, uh, let's just take a look at Katie and Frank home buyers. So these are all the courses I have for I have a course for every single position. So for example, um, I would load them into like, Hey, you know, um, you've been hired for uh, the property management role, right? So now I have all these lessons. Here we go, see this? (laughs) This is the recording. Yeah, I didn't put much work into the production values of these things. All right. But you can go through here and I have all these training videos. Look at this. This took forever to do this on exactly how to do the job. Got it? This is super painful. So for every single That's position, a lot of videos. Dude, it was terrible. This is the worst. But the point That's is, is we just knocked them all out, man. Knocked them all in there. Look at this. this That's is crazy. everything okay. you have to know. Yeah, this is everything you have to know for the property management role, right? So now that I have like an onboarding course, now, all I have to do is throw them into the, uh, the daily, daily meeting with them. So my operations manager has a daily meeting with all the departments and they hop on Zoom every single day. My operations manager is in six to seven hours a day of meetings, five days a week. All she's doing is just doing daily meetings, coaching, answering questions. Um, when you have an organization like that, so we go back to the organizational chart, the operations manager's meet with all the departments. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so here's the thing when people say I need to hire a VA or in the States, it has nothing to do with a VA in the States. It has nothing to do with geographically where anyone's located. I do think there are some cultural differences. I do think certain countries, you'll predominantly find people of different disc assessments and behaviors. Like most likely, generally speaking in, um, I believe it's like a high context or low context culture. Like um, Americans are very direct and, ruthless and <laughs> confrontational. Got it. And if you go hire in a country where that's like, you know, we don't make eye contact. It's rude. Yeah. You know, there's going to be cultural issues. So understanding that with the types of behaviors and personalities, everything else is equal. You can find perfectly capable people all around the world with the billions of people on this planet to think that they're only in the U.S. is just ignorant. Right. Um, I think the issue is, is, when you start hiring you know outside of your office and people don't have the same cultural norms as you and work a little bit differently than you, you gotta be on your A game when it comes to your org chart, your organizational structure, your job descriptions, your advertising for the jobs, your follow-up and hiring process, your interview process, your audition process, your new employee onboarding system, got it? And, and then your daily management of daily meetings. What about
1: performance? What do you, for example, let's yeah. say the gold colors, what are your expectations? Yeah. Of day, so day,
0: all day. of the jobs need to be very defined in terms of results. That's what makes a good job to go overseas. So higher jobs, like my job, it's very hard to measure what I do outside of profit. So as you move up to more senior executive roles, you get paid to make probably one or two quality decisions a day. But for most jobs you're gonna hire in a VA role, like we're talking about, they should always be tied to some type of tangible result. So for example, um, my inbound call team that follows up with all the leads that come in uh, is 50 attempts a day. So 50 attempts every single day. And that's really all I care about in setting the appointments. Um, I don't know, all my construction projects are completed on time. I don't know, you, you look at. You, you have to look at every single role and how I'm, how I'm going to say, you, even though it's like 40 hours a week, it's really a monthly cost. And you really have to think of in terms of not policing the hours. That's just an old way of looking at it. You know, are you really going to do that? No, right. <clears throat> it's an old, old way. It's more about, you know, this position is going to cost me $640 a month, which is $4 an hour. Or this position is this going to cost me about twelve dollars or $1,300 a month, which is $8 an hour. What peace of mind, or do I need okay every month to keep paying that from this role? And as long as that's defined, they're doing the job. Like for example, um, you know, my payments assistant is did we collect rent from everyone this month, right? There's 40 hours a week. Do I know if you're really working four hours? I don't know. And not only I don't care. You just want the rents, that's it. Correct, I want the rents. Or are all my maintenance requests being handled? And what's the feedback score? We call tenants to get feedback, you know, or um, are all my properties rented, <laughs> right? Like I'm yeah. gonna pay a monthly amount for that, but I don't really, you know, but they're very defined roles. And what's really nice about defined roles is you're always gonna have turnover. People are always gonna quit or leave for whatever reason. One person doesn't take out the whole company. I'd rather have a lot of small individual defined roles than one person doing the jack of all trades, master of none, because that person leave, leaves, it takes out a significant chunk of your business. All right,
1: so,
0: that was 30 minutes. Damn, was that? 29.
1: It's good, it's too much. I have to go back and re-watch it a few times, take notes and- Well, yeah, you so. ask
0: someone like, how do you manage, you know, th- I mean, there's a hundred people that either work for me directly or indirectly. Yeah. And we all, everyone works from home and there's an international staff. How do you manage so that? And you got to system.
1: Out of all, all the things that you said, the systems and everything, what's the biggest mistake somebody could, could
0: do? Like, yeah, like, I think, what's I the think most it's, so you, I it's yeah, yeah, so showed you one side of the spectrum. I showed you a professional business like system, right? Here's what most people do. I need to hire somebody. I'm going to throw up a sloppy, sensational. This is the best place to work, you know. Um, platitude, you know, filled job ad. I'm going to call the first people that respond. I'm going to tell them how great the job is, and they're going to get all excited. And I'm going to hire them. And then I'm just going to say, "All right, start your job and figure it out," because that's why I'm paying you.
1: And then in, in a month, so that, yeah, then you so find that's, yourself doing the same thing over and over. So we've all done that. Yeah, uh, i I've done I'm that still many times. I'm yeah, still so we we have all sure. done that. I'm not blaming
0: anyone. But the pain of that becomes so great that the pressure of that makes a diamond to create what I have. <laughs> you know, and you learn from mistakes. And thus is intelligence as being able to figure out like, gosh, I keep failing. Why? And maybe it's not them, maybe it's me, you know? And what a system like this gives you is a very systems dependent business where the people are interchangeable, which is important. But the system I tell, I tell, the same. Yeah, I tell all my managers, everyone at the company should be replaceable in two weeks short of senior executives. So if you're not a senior executive, that's a little longer. But if you're not in a senior executive role, I should be able to replace that person in two weeks. If I can't, the job isn't narrow enough the job isn't defined, the job isn't checklisted out, there's no training, uh there's no job ads going, there's no follow up process, there's no interview process. Um every I'm, I'm pretty proud to say that pretty much every position at the, at the at the at the companies I manage, short of a senior executive job where you get paid to thank and make decisions, um 2 weeks I can find a replacement.
1: Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right, I think 30 minutes perfect. Any questions if for Frank
0: yeah, what do you guys want to know? It's really, really hard. Um, I will say that the most difficult positions to find overseas, and even though you have here for your, is, is is the creative and creative positions. So creative positions or complex solving positions. I don't know if that's an overseas thing. I think it's just more of a person. I, I thing. think Those it might be directly,
1: directly connected with the culture.
0: So. May, maybe, I don't know. I, I do know that, the, 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 for example, the design that I get back from India, I can tell. Like, I just know this is an Indian design. It may be the culture. You know what I mean, I can just look at it and say, that this is from India, you know? Um, but uh, high problem solving, high degree of ambiguity, um, leadership, managerial, high emotional intelligence, high problem solving, um, creative jobs, very hard to find. But that could be in the mirror, too. You know what I mean?
1: I mean, yeah, yeah, that's true, so, too.
0: Yeah. Cool. cool. What other questions? Anything else? I know. I think
1: it's perfect. It's, it's, we can sit here and talk about it for an hour, but yeah. um, I think these yeah, the basics. Yeah. I mean, yeah. First is you go rewatch this, set up the basics and start perfecting it every day or every time you hire someone, just keep mm-hmm. adding stuff. And that's how you're going to build your system. So the goal is we have a system that is um, the same for everybody, regardless of the States or out, out of the
0: country. Yeah, and exactly.
1: then to be able to rehire someone new into the position within two weeks. That's the best goal.
0: Yeah, and that's assuming they gave me their two-week notice, they leave, and I have two weeks. So it's really kind of four weeks. Gotcha. Yeah. All
1: right, Frank. Thanks, man. I appreciate you coming here. Uh, I'm sure I'll have you here next month again for something else. So. <laughs> Sounds good, man. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you next time.